Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Trent Muffett is the Head of Property at Soho Property Network. Soho is a social network for real estate. Dubbed the LinkedIn for Property, it is building the single largest network of buyers, renters, agents, real estate content and property listings in the world. Now, Soho recently launched in Australia and in Singapore. You can find your next dream home or investment by browsing properties and gaining real-time market insights from professionals in the industry via your personalised real estate news feed. Trent recently moved back to Australia after living in Asia for eight years, working for Colliers International and Savills. He has a young family, including, Trent says, a three and a half year old daughter who runs faster than him. I know how that feels, Trent. (laughs) Now, Trent decided to move into the prop tech side of the industry after meeting Jonathan Louis, the CEO of Soho, in Singapore, where Jonathan told Trent about this crazy idea he had about creating the LinkedIn for property. Trent says he's been very fortunate to meet so many great people in the industry, learn their frustrations and how technology can help their business. Today, I am absolutely delighted to welcome Trent Muffett from Soho. Welcome, Trent. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for having me. It is wonderful to have you on the show. And we were just saying off air, uh, I had the privilege of meeting Jonathan Louis when this idea was just in its infancy. And you have been popping up in my social media feeds and I'm learning lots more about what Soho is up to and it's looking very exciting. So I thought great time to get you on the show. Yeah, sure. I'm going to start by asking you, Trent, tell us a bit more about Soho. What is it? Who's it for? Why do you think it is set to transform the world's real estate markets? Yeah, so uh, Soho, it's a social network for, it was specifically built for real estate. So within Soho, you could, I guess, find your, your dream home, one part of Soho, that's where the kind of listings are. It's very similar to the main listing portals that we have here in Australia, obviously real estate to common domain. Um, so you could search for your, your dream home within the, within the marketplace. But now because it's also a social network as well, you could also search for people within the network. Uh, so those people that join Soho, are uh, they're very specific to, to real estate. Estate. So they are buyers or sellers, uh, real estate agents, uh, investors, mortgage brokers, etc. So I guess you now have the ability to kind of search and connect to these people. You could follow them. Uh, you could follow their content. Uh, for example, if I'm looking at buying a, a property in, in Rose Bay in Sydney, I might want to try and search for property experts, Rose Bay. I would have a list of all the agents and I would get to consume all the um, all the real estate content that they're kind of producing, which I guess would 
make my investment decisions or I guess my market knowledge about buying property in Rose Bay are much easier while I wait for my dream home to kind of hit the market uh, within the listing side of things. So I guess it's kind of taking more of the, the social network, the social fabric around real estate rather than it just being about property listings and just about the transaction. Uh, sure, the listings are there on Soho, you know, go for, you know, there's, there's about 140,000 listings uh, within the marketplace at the moment, but there's so much more to, to real estate than just about the listings. Obviously, people want to be educated and they want to update themselves about whether they're buying now, uh, they might be buying in a few years, they might have just have purchased and wanting to do an upgrade or a renovation or whatever that is. So you could follow and I guess consume all the content that you want while, while waiting for your, your home to kind of hit the market. Wow, it sounds fabulous. And when you think about this investment in property, people buying, whether it is a home or whether it's an investment, spending uh, probably the largest amount of cash that they're going to spend on any one item in their life, especially if you're buying in Sydney, taking that time to get educated, to connect with people in perhaps the local area that you're looking at, to learn about that area, to look at similar properties. Uh, as you said, if you're renovating, to look at the way other people have done that and to be able to do that in this, what sounds to me like a one-stop shop. Sounds really cool. Yeah, it is. So I guess, you know, if you want to consume real estate content at the moment, you know, you might be looking for, for listings on a certain portal. Uh, you might want to be educate yourself. But I guess the way you look at it at the moment, I would have to go off those platforms. I would Google search, you know, Rose Bay content or Rose Bay market updates. It's leading me to another site and to another site and to another site. I kind of might eventually consume all the information that I want to get to. But with Soho, uh, it works very similar to the way that I guess Facebook works is, is if I'm your friend on Facebook and you're posting your holiday or you know you just had lunch at wherever it is I would be able to see that content within my newsfeed and I can obviously engage with you that way so Soho is a very similar thing that if you're if I'm in your network on, on Soho you know, and you're posting content and that content I like I can kind of see and consume that that content kind of straight away I guess in a in a format that the other social networks are kind of using at the moment you know your Facebooks your LinkedIn's your Twitters etc so yeah I guess just kind of following off the the way that the other social networks work um you did mention who is uh Soho for in your first question yeah I guess it's pretty much for everyone I mean that there's so many uh different stakeholders within real estate you know you've got buyers, sellers, renters, um, you know, real estate agents, developers, architects, etc. So I guess it just depends on which stage of the, the property cycle that you're at and how, how do you want to use that. Are you actively searching for a property at the moment? Maybe you're looking for your first home or you want to buy an investment property. So you might be a little bit more active um, on Soho because you want to kind of get all that information about your, I guess, the biggest decision that you're pretty much going to make in your life. Or have you already transacted and now you're kind of at a different part of the of the cycle Are you like i mentioned before do you want to upgrade or add a, a carport on or fix up your garden or get some nice kind of interior design so i guess it, it depends on on how you which part you're at and, and how you want to use it but i guess it's not just about the the transaction which i guess so much of it is, is today is kind of focused on is just about the transaction and then things kind of stop but within real estate there's so much more kind of beyond that transaction Mm, interesting. Now, just looking at that transaction for the moment, you mentioned there, I think you said you've got about 140,000 listings. So is that particular properties for sale through the platform at the moment? 
Correct. Yeah. So we've, uh, I guess last year was very much kind of engaging with the industry, um, getting good kind of industry support, getting those properties into the, what we call the marketplace, which is another term for the listing portal side of things. Because obviously that's what property seekers want. They, you know, they want to find their dream home. So, you know, we've been very active last year in terms of engaging with the industry, getting those properties into, into the marketplace. Uh, so that people can actually, you know, start searching for for whatever property that they're after. So yeah, there's about 140,000 properties within the in the network at the moment. Um, there's about 26,000 property, what we call property seekers, that have actually registered to Soho. Uh, so that would mean a buyer or a seller or a tenant is actually uh, registered and they set up a profile. So when you join Soho, it's very similar to the way you join, you know, other social networks like Facebook, for example. You join Facebook. You set up a profile. Uh, so Soho is essentially the same thing. You join, you set up a profile. You say, you know, I'm a buyer. I'm Trent Muffet. I'm looking at Rose Bay, Double Bay, Potts Point, and Centennial Park. And I'm, I'm looking at between a million and, and kind of $2 million. So we okay. capture all this information and we, we capture all that data. And then we can obviously push content and, I guess, things to you uh, that are relevant to your kind of profile. Like I would never see something in my newsfeed about, property in Parramatta because I'm not interested in Parramatta. That's not my area, but anything within my interested areas, then that would, would come up in my, my newsfeed and I can obviously consume that content that way. It sounds like a property lovers or a property professionals paradise. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, I'm on Soho obviously a lot and I, I consume all, all the information daily. So uh, yeah, our newsfeed side of the platform is in is in kind of better testing at the moment. But um, yeah, we're, we're really excited. We're not far off just launching that, that part of, of Soho. So mm. yeah, not too far away at all. Now with these listings, is it real estate agents who are posting these listings or can proprietors, vendors post their own listings direct? I guess most of it's going to come from real estate agents, but uh, we don't discourage anyone to, to not kind of put a property listing up. So there's about 5% of the listings on Soho at the moment, 5 to 6% are that actually from owners. So that's from an owner actually wanting to kind of post by themselves and wanting to obviously engage with the market that they want to do that. So yeah, 95% would be from agents, 5% is, is going to be from owners, uh, which kind of runs in line with, I guess, the industry standards. If you look at other portals, uh, I think domain's about the same. There's about 5 or 6% of private sellers on domain. So essentially, we're kind of mimicking the way that, that domain and, and a couple of other portals. Yeah. Do you think because it does sound like more of a social or user-friendly platform, do you expect that percentage of owner-listed properties to increase? And is there some potential for disruption there when it comes to the way that we purchase property? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. I mean, it's definitely not our, we're not trying to kind of cut anybody out here. I guess it's very kind of similar to, to the way that, that LinkedIn works. You know, on LinkedIn, you know, they pretty much just kind of said, and I guess other social networks, but I'll, I'll use the LinkedIn kind of analogy. A LinkedIn just said, look, just bring all these profiles online, whether you're an employer, an employee, whether you're a recruiter or a professional, just create a profile and I guess let the communication kind of happen between everyone. So the, the interesting thing that kind of happened on LinkedIn, because you've got like 600 
million, six million, seven hundred million profiles on LinkedIn. Actually, the need for recruiters has, has increased. So recruiters, they're very similar to a real estate agent. They're a third party. I guess you could probably look at them as a broker. I'm not sure if you you've probably noticed on LinkedIn, but there's there's more recruiters now than than there ever was. So um, that's because there's more people, there's more candidates that actually want to try and that they want to try and match up to their to the right job. So uh, we probably think that it's going to go in the same way as as a LinkedIn that this would actually encourage or there would be more real estate agents in the future. That's because there's probably going to be more properties to actually choose from. So it's it's not so much that we're trying to cut anybody out. It, it's more just let that communication happen be- between the industry. And uh, yeah, so I guess that's our kind of view on things at the moment. Yeah. And I could see how that would play out where you might see some more movement, I suppose, in the market, more people buying and selling, making their properties available to buy and sell because they're perhaps more often immersed in the conversation about property, more easily understanding the market because they can access information through this kind of, as I keep saying, user-friendly social platform. So that's a really interesting angle, isn't it? For sure. And look, you know, one of the big barriers to entry for, for somebody to bring their property to market is that if they would have to kind of pay to list and kind of put it on these, you know, major listing sites, yeah. you know, when you pay to list, it, it costs thousands of dollars, you know, in Sydney, it's five to $10,000, I guess, you know, depends on, on how high you kind of want to rank and, and I guess how much of a premium you, you want to pay for that. So yeah, that's a huge kind of barrier to entry. You know, if you could bring that, that pricing down and say, Hey, you know, you don't have to pay $5,000 just to put it on one site and $5,000 on another site um, just to kind of market your property. Uh, you know, we don't, our marketplace, we don't kind of charge to do that. There's no, there's no listing fees at all. And, you know, I think if you, you fast forward five or, or 10 years and you kind of think, obviously these listing portals, they keep raising their, the, the price of, of the listings uh, every year, you know, 20%. Fast forward 10 years, how much are you going to be paying to actually list something online? You know, is it going to be, But the way that that social networks work, you know, content is free. You can create a profile on any of the social networks. You become a social influencer. You could post your content, et cetera. So I I guess the opportunity is, is for Soho to be more in that social network, the social fabric side of things where if a real estate agent has content and that content for him at the moment would be a listing, then that listing can go on the internet for free. They shouldn't have to kind of pay for that. And then obviously the, the, the content in terms of, you know, market info, market insights, walkthrough videos that they want to do about the property or the area, that's also free because as technology improves and it gets better, it's actually making things cheaper, not more expensive. So, yeah, I guess that's the, the way that we could potentially see more properties hitting the market as because a very simple thing, it's, it's just free. There's no cost to do that. Sure, if you want to, there's, I guess, premium features and there's add-ons with Soho that the, the basic part of it is free but if you want more if you want to go above and beyond and and i guess search for particular people in particular areas Uh, for example i'm a real estate agent and i want to search for a buyer in rose bay and double bay that have registered on soho that have got between one and a half to two million dollars you can actually filter through and do those searches that's more of a paid feature if you want to use that you can but essentially soho is actually free Yeah, awesome. It is so exciting and I can just see this exploding. It's such a fabulous idea. And of course, we know with Jonathan Louis' track record being the founder of Airtasker, Soho just has the potential to um, take over the 
property world. I got to say, am I calling it too big? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, and that was, I guess, one of the reasons why I joined. So, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, noise in, in, in prop tech at the moment. And, you know, there's a lot of guys with a lot of ideas. And a lot of those guys are kind of property guys trying to, to do, I guess, some some very technical tech apps and things. So I guess having Jonathan, obviously, with, with their task, he's got a great track record. He's executed before. And, and what I'm realizing is that if you can't get the, the tech side of things right, then you really don't have much of a chance at kind of getting the, the other side of things. So, yeah, having a guy like that, on board of the young guy very experienced um i, I think there's just a, a bit of validation there that hey we, we could potentially get the, the tech side of things right and if we can get the industry support and consumers actually looking at this then yeah look there's there's definitely potential there for sure mm. now i do remember that this is a strata property podcast don't worry listeners i know Trent, what role does Soho have to play for our apartment owners our residents uh and even our strata managers yeah, sure. So there's probably a couple of parts here. So uh, on Soho, when you, when you add a property, you can also kind of add the different files. It's like, a, I guess, a, a Dropbox or a, a cloud storage kind of system. So when you purchase a property um, and then after you purchase the property, there are all these files that are associated with that. So, you know, water, strata, council, um, you know, I guess your, your, your rental your rental statements that, that you get at the end of the month. So we just allow you to then, when you get one of those bills in, you can take a photo of it and then that would be stored in Soho, very similar to like a Dropbox or cloud storage. You could access that that storage at any time. Sure, the council might send you your rates via your email or your property manager sends you something via email. That, that That's great. But you'd also have to search through your email to try and find where are my rates for uh, February 2019. So within Soho, I guess one part of it is we do allow you to kind of manage all your, your files and then you can pull up those files at kind of any time. I guess second to that is there seems to be a big kind of disconnect between strata managers and then owners in terms of the way that they actually communicate a message between these kind of two parties. I'll give you an example. So I was in Melbourne about late last year and I was staying in an Airbnb in Melbourne, a big apartment, had probably four or 500 apartments there. And there was a letter under the door. The letter under the door said, um, you know, lift one is going to be out from 11 o'clock until four o'clock today because of, of maintenance issues. So that means the, the strata manager would have to print off 400 pieces of paper, <laughs> get somebody to go up 30 floors and, and drop it into the 400 apartments. That's a pretty kind of inefficient way, I guess, of communicating a message between, you know, strata and, and the actual owners. So something that we're looking at, and this is, I guess, why we want to get feedback from the, the strata community is that we, you would be able, sure, you can keep doing that if, if you wanted to, but we would also be able to have a, a building and within that building, everybody could be invited who is actually within that building um, into Soho. And obviously that's a, like a private kind of closed off network. You know, if you're in another building, you couldn't come into that. So then if Strata then wants to send a message that, um, you know, the, the lift is broken down or there's repairs or whatever it is, yep. um, that could get sent via Soho. And obviously I'm in the network. I would get a push notification saying that, Hey, there's um, the lift is out from eleven o'clock to four o'clock. Um, that would also come up in my my news feed as well. So, uh, and I could kind of engage with the strata the way that I want to engage. Maybe I want to write them a message or whatever that is. So, I, I guess those kind of inefficiencies that we see at the moment mm. um, in terms of engaging with the, the strata community. I guess those kind of simple things. And I mean, people want that access to instant information. Uh, typically, they don't 
I mean, when you look at emails, for example, you know, I guess the email open rate is probably about 20% on average. Mm-hmm. So not many people are actually opening the emails. You know, there's 80% of those guys who actually don't even, even open the emails. So people want to be communicated in, in a different way. It's the same as, um, you know, sending you a direct message on, on Facebook or LinkedIn. You know, it's kind of instant chat. I want that information in the way that is enjoyable for me, which is, I guess, via a newsfeed. And I want to be able to contact you kind of instantly, not through, I guess, a delayed, delayed kind of messaging system. So, mm. yeah, that's really exciting for us. Um, and so, yeah, that's why we're really after kind of a lot of feedback from industry uh, because obviously they're the experts. They have all the, 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 the knowledge. Yep. Uh, we can build We can build the, the tech side of things. So we've got a great team to kind of build that. And, yeah, I guess that's that's the way, a couple of ways that I could see Soho helping A owners be um, Strata community. Yeah, and I can definitely see Strata managers, building managers getting involved in uh, putting their profiles up on Soho and getting um, engaged with their particular area that they want to service or the types of buildings or the types of clients they want to service. So that's really interesting. And that uh, file storage system, things like Strata reports. So when you're purchasing a Strata property and a diligent, we would say, purchaser will go and inspect the books and records of the owner's corporation or the vendor might provide a strata report with information about what's going on within the owner's corporation. That's the kind of thing that could easily be attached to a strata listing. And then moving into that idea of groups. I love that idea of a a Soho group set up for your building. I do know a few uh, strata buildings who have tried the Facebook group option, but being a purely social platform and perhaps not dedicated so much to property and improving our property experience, those kind of groups can get a little bit messy. So I'd be very interested to see how Soho uh, manages within those groups, the communications perhaps between owners, if that's something that would be allowed, as well as between the manager and the owner and putting some boundaries around that. Because we do, when we live in Strata, see our neighbours most days and some have better relationships than others. And we do need to be a little bit careful when we put those groups together, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, look at Facebook. There's so many different groups that you can kind of set up on Facebook. But I guess typically you don't go to Facebook to you know talk about or, or research property. There are some property things in there. You don't typically go to Facebook to look for property listings. I'm sure they have group chats for you know uh, for real estate within Facebook. Uh, I guess it's just our view that. Yeah, Facebook is very, very big and very, very broad. I'm sure it's for your friends and your family, but you know, there's also 1.8 billion profiles on there, and that their marketplace is, is kind of huge. You know, there's there's property, there's, there's bikes, there's cars, there's shoes, whatever, whatever it is. So, yep. uh, I guess setting up a very specific social network just for real estate is kind of the way that social is kind of moving in general, anyway. So, yeah, that's where where we come from. Yeah. Genius. Now, Trent, your hot tip, your prediction perhaps for the future of Australian real estate, hit us with it. Well, I, I think in terms of investment, you know, uh, investors in general, they like certainty, you know, when there is a bit, bit of certainty in the market that they'll, they'll start to invest. I just feel particularly in, in New South Wales at the moment, um, there's a bit of uncertainty. Obviously, we've got a state election coming up, got a federal election probably later on in the year. So that's going to create, uh, I guess, a little bit of un- uncertainty. But for me, it, it doesn't really matter what part of the, the property cycle that there is. There's, there's always opportunities for, for buyers or sellers. You know, at the moment, there might be an opportunity for, buyer to come across a, a motivated 
vendor, you know, that's kind of looking at discounting his property because he wants to sell, or maybe the, the vendor that's made, you know, a lot of money over the last kind of three to five years within the city market anyway, uh, and they want to kind of cash out and realize some of those gains uh, that they've made over the last kind of five years. So, you know, I, I, I think it just comes down to kind of the micro markets and, and you know, do you need to, to buy at the moment? Do you need to sell? Do you need to upgrade? Do you need to buy something for your kids? Um, so, yeah, I think that there's opportunities everywhere. Uh, I probably at this stage I'm a little cautious. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more certainty in the market, but 100%, you know, if, if you're active in the market, those, those opportunities uh, will present themselves for sure. Mm, and that's the key, isn't it, to keep your eye on the ball and understand what is going on in the market and, and what's happening in different areas because, uh, you know, I refer to Sydney because that's where I live, but particularly there are different parts of Sydney, different suburbs that perform in different ways and some of them unexpectedly. So being uh, immersed in that information, which it sounds like, you know, Soho is the, the place to go to if that's what you want to be immersed, it's how you keep your finger on the pulse. Exactly right. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you anymore. Now, we no doubt have some listeners who are very keen to check out Soho. Uh, I certainly am looking forward to taking a closer look at it. How do we get started with Soho? Yeah, probably I think the best, uh, the first point of call would be just jump on the website. So www.sohoapp.com. Uh, you can actually create your, your profile on the website. You can add a, um, you can add your property in. There, there's some links in there that'll uh, lead you to the app stores, whether that's the Android or the iOS app. Uh, you can add your, your property um, via the app. You can't actually add your property via the website at the moment. So that's not too far away from being built out. But yeah, definitely just jump on, uh, create your profile, see who's in the network. Work, see if you want to connect into different people. There is the news feed side of things coming out soon, so not too far away you'll be hit with, um, I guess, a lot more uh, news updates and, I guess, market updates from, from different property industry experts. But, yeah, definitely jump on the website, download the app. Uh, you can add your property in there. There's no cost to do that. Uh, if you are an owner and you do want to add your property, there's just a, a very simple kind of verification process that we kind of vet property so I just need to see that you are actually the owner of the property so just some, some documentation is quite easy but just in saying that when you add the property you don't actually have to make it live within the Soho network you can keep it private so that means you might just want to use it as like a file storage and then when you are ready and you're thinking yeah well, you know I'm looking at selling now you could then just click the switch and then that would go to a live listing so it depends where you are at the stage are you actively selling are you just passively selling at the moment mm, awesome okay so that is sohoapp.com s-o-h-o-a-p-p.com i'll put a link to that over in our show notes so listeners can click through now trent you have a pretty cool looking kind of video series i'm going to call it called carpool tell us about carpool i am intrigued yeah, so I'll have to get you on the show. I'll have to get you in the car next time. Um, so I, I set up a um, – I was actually watching the James Corner and he's got this guy from – he's actually an English guy. He's based in the US now. He's got something called Carpool Karaoke. Yes. So anyway, he goes around and, um, you know, films all these celebrities and they kind of sing in the car. So I, I looked at that and I was in absolute hysterics uh, watching it with my wife and I just thought the concept uh, was really, really cool. So I pretty much just modelled his concept, but it's called PropTech Carpool. Uh, I've only had one guy, one guy who actually wanted to, to sing within the car, which was good. Why not? Um, but 
Yeah, exactly. But I guess most people, it's just kind of talking about, I, I tend to uh, interview industry leaders and influencers and get their views on on the market or buying opportunities or selling opportunities, etc. And I guess it's, it's in a carpool kind of a setting. So it's kind of a casual setting. So yeah, yeah um, I think we've done 15 or, or 16, which has been great and feedback's been good. So yeah, I think we'll, we'll keep going with that. Um, it's just, a, a, I guess, another way to kind of communicate different messages from from industry leaders out, out to the market. Absolutely. And it looks like a whole heap of fun. When I see it pop up in my uh, LinkedIn feed, I think I always click through and have a look at who you're interviewing. Um, it reminded me when I first saw it, I thought of Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one, yeah. It's very really similar cool. as well. Yeah. yeah, just as funny, I'm sure. <laughs> We're setting the bar now. That's right. Now, Trent, uh, the question I ask everybody who is on the show, what books have had the greatest impact on you and why? Wow. Um, there's probably a couple. I think um, Victor Frankl's uh, Man's Search of Meaning. Uh, I read that a number of years ago. That's a, a bit of a favourite for, for a lot of people. Um, and I think there's another guy called Dale Carnegie. So he wrote a couple of different books. Um, one of those was called How to Win Friends and Influence People. So, yeah, I guess those, those books kind of uh, appealed to me, definitely the, the Dale Carnegie one. Because I guess so much of what we do is, is I guess, interpersonal kind of relationships and relationships with, with other people. So, you know, really kind of understanding them, where they come from, how they like to kind of be engaged. So, yeah, books like that, they're probably my, my top two ones that I've enjoyed so far. But, um, yeah, I, I read a bunch of books, so they're, mm. they're the top two. Yeah, it is hard to pick, isn't it? I'll make sure we've got links to those books in our show notes as well so our listeners can check them out if you if they haven't already. Time to wrap up. I am so excited to see where Soho heads and how it grows. Uh, really, it is such a genius idea and I can just see it taking off. I, I, I love the line, the LinkedIn of property because it really does encapsulate what it is that we're doing here, but it won't be long, I think, before Soho will just be a household name and everybody will know what it is that Soho does just as they know what the Facebook does. That's right. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, this, this year is more of our kind of, I guess, a breakout year for us. Last year was very much still building out the platform and get some industry support. So yeah, this year we, I guess, looked at getting more, more consumers, I guess, a few more eyeballs on it. And um, yeah, we'll see how we go. I think we're, we're pretty confident. We've got a great team. We've got a great leader. Um, most of our guys are based out in Singapore. I think there's a team of 12 all up. So yeah, it's exciting year for, for 2019 for Soho. Fun times. I'm sure we'll have you back on the show in future. Anytime. Thanks so much, Trent. Thanks, Amanda. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?